and master jesus we thank you today spirit of god we adore your name we lift up your name and we say you are lord of lords and I'm what doom when you and Yamukashi on Mabasa and no Anno and Ama and Nayam Suya said near Fatebi. Then as a frat as a four cart as a four Nazi boon, Dinas and Nayasuya Kahua, not just as I said, your Tawasi, as I said, your shay would be any union. 
pray unto us for us to give you all the adoration, all the praise, and all the exaltation for all the wonderful things, the old something, the great things, and the blessings and the favors that you have endowed, that you have poured on us. And today we are not going to be ungrateful, but we are going to stand in your doing and say, We appreciate you, we love you, and we thank you, Jesus. We serve a living God, we serve a great God, we serve a mighty God, we serve an awesome God, we serve a wonderful God, and we serve a miraculous God. He is the Lord of Lords, He is the King of Kings, He is the Ancient of Days, He is the Alpha and the Omega. We appreciate him today for this beautiful day, for this awesome day, for this glorious day that God has given unto you and I once again. And we are giving him all the honor and all the reverence that it is not our doing. It is not because we can pray more than all other people it is not because we are the most righteous people on earth but it is because of the greeks and the mercies of god it is the love of god it is the kindness of god it is the favor of god that has brought you and i this far it is god I will say love. It's God's love. It's God's love. That's what the Bible said. For God so loved us 
He loves us so much. He loves us so much. So it is the love of God that has brought you and I this far. So all what I want us to do is to appreciate Him, is to appreciate God, is to thank Him, is to adore His name, and then lift up His name. Father, we thank you. Father, we adore your name. We give you all the praise. And we give you all the adoration for giving us this beautiful Friday, this auction Friday. And the most miraculous aspect is that we are alive. Blood is flowing through our veins. We are able to talk. We are able to walk. Able to turn around and have our being. So we appreciate him. It is not all the people that we started this week from Sunday that are alive or that are part of the living. Some are in the hospitals. In fact, some are in the prison cells. Some are dead. Those of us in this part of the world in Ghana in Africa on Friday like this most of the towns and the villages people are busy why because tomorrow which is Friday in most of the towns and the cities and the villages you go funerals are organized so on Friday like this, everybody is busy. A lot of families, people are mourning, people are crying. People are moving, helter, scatter here and there. But I thank God that by the grace of God, you and I, we are alive today. By the grace of God, you and I today, God has blessed us and we are part of the living. So we have no excuse. We have no excuse to appreciate him. We have no excuse to thank him. We have no excuse to adore his name, to lift up his name on high. Wherever you are, maybe you are driving. Maybe you are in the office. You are in the marketplace. Wherever you are. I just want you to open your mouth and say, God, I thank you. Maybe you are at home. Just open your mouth and say, God, I thank you. God, I appreciate you. God, I adore your name, Lord. I give you all the praise and I give you all the adoration. I want you to thank God for your family. Thank God for your children. Thank God for your husband, your wife. Thank God for your parents. Thank God for your siblings. Appreciate God for the work of your hands. Thank God that this week God has given you food. God has given you food. God has given you food. It is not easy. People are finding it very difficult. People are homeless. Even where to sleep is a problem. People, even a, 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 a two-square meal becomes a problem. So let's appreciate him. Thank God. God, I thank you for the food I eat. Thank you for the water I drink. People drink water and found themselves at the end of the day in the hospital and declared dead. But God, through his tender mercy, through his kindness, through his love, through 
his 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 favor you and i from the beginning of this week we've eaten we've drink water we've walked we've we've, we've traveled some of us have moved from one area to other one city to another one town to another we've drive we've ride we've walked we've done a whole lot and god's mercy god's grace god's favor is still upon earth that shows the level of god's love for us the level of god's love for us yes some of us god has blessed us with a job some are for years looking for an, for an opportunity to be employed to earn a meal but it's been very difficult but god has been awesome unto us god has been gracious unto us there are some of the miracles and the testimonies that god expect you and i to stand in and declare for the world to know that the god that you and i will serve is a living god is an awesome god is a great god is a marvelous god is a wonderful god and is an awesome god so let's appreciate him this afternoon let's thank him this morning let's thank him this evening let's give him all the adoration let's give him all the praise and let's say thank you jesus thank you lord Psalm 66, Psalm 66, the Bible said, Make a joyful noise unto God, O all ye lands. Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. It means that all that dwells in the land of the living make a joyful noise unto God. And the verse 2 says that sing forth the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Make his praise glorious. Say unto God, how 
terrible thou art in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thy enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. Then shall sing to thy name. Verse 5, I love so much, says that come and see the works of God. Come and see the works of God. In fact, that is the meaning of the song on the background. Come and see, come and see the works of God. Come and see the glory of God. Come and see the favor of God. Come and see the love of God. Come and see the promotion of God. Come and see the expansion of God. Come and see the works of God. Psalmist in the verse number 5 of Psalm 66 says that come and see the works of God. And the verse number 6 says that he turned the sea into a dry land. He turned the sea into a dry land. Today we'll get it. But I just want to just bring only the verse 6 in. Today we'll get it. He said he turned the sea into a dry land. They went through the, 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 the flood on foot. There did we rejoice in him. There did we rejoice in him. But the Bible said God turned the sea into a dry land. God has turned the sea into a dry land. And they went through the flood on foot. Samaria for Mumra Meshe, Ghana for Mumra Meshe, Africa Mumra Meshe, Europe Mumra Meshe, Asia Mumra Meshe, America Mumra Meshe, Yurati Aye Ediamanema Mumra Meshe, Yunam Mumra Meshe, Sio Mumra Meshe, Pinta Mumra Meshe, and Yunam Urati Ediatonemaso. Come and see what the Lord has done. And see what the Lord has done. Come and see the works of God. That's what the summit is saying. Come and see the wonders. Come and see. Come and see. There is a song that goes, Come and see. Come and see what the Lord has done. 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 Come and see, come and see what the Lord has done. Come and see what the Lord has done. Come and see what the ancient of days, come and see what the Alpha and the Omega has done in the life of his people.
Precious one, once again, I welcome you all today to our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. This is the hour of Gethsemane and this is the hour of prayer. This is the hour where we seek the face of God behind our closed doors. Today is a Friday edition and today is a Friday special. Today is a special day and also a great day and today something is about to happen. Today is an awesome day, great day, a miraculous day for somebody. You are not living here the same. Today you are not living here the same. You are living here transformed. You are living here restored. And you are living here revived. of the reason why today is a special day today is an awesome day that today is the third day or the final day for our three-day prayer and fasting our three-day prayer and fasting and in fact today god is here the spirit of god is here the power of god is here the holy ghost is here jesus christ himself is here so today the spirit of god is going to move just be in an expectation for a touch be in expectation for a miracle in your life today and you are going to testify about the goodness of god about the greatness of god in fact this prayer and fasting that we do in the beginning of every month i want you to understand that don't take it lightly but get yourself involved if this month you were not able to do it make it a plan that next month you are going to partake in the prayer and the fasting i said there is no limited time Anytime you start and the Spirit of God prompts you to 
to stop. You can break your fast. And as a matter of fact, all of us, our level of maturity and strength in the Lord is not the same. Somebody can fast up to 12, somebody can fast up to 6, some can fast up to 2, whatever hour that you wish to break your fast, do that. And then、uh, let's gather at a prayer time on our prayer line and pray together. If for any health implication or health Issue of which you are not able to fast, that is not a problem. Yeah, we have some people that have health issues. There is no problem. God knows. Yes, God knows your heart and God knows your commitment. And God said, I should tell somebody that your labor in the Lord, your labor in the Lord will never be in vain. Your labor in the Lord. Will never be in vain. Your continuous waiting on God, your continuous gathering, your continuous prayer and studying of God's word, it will never go in vain. The Lord will appear. The Ancient of Days will appear one day. I say one day, one day, one day will be your day. Today might be your day. Tomorrow is somebody's day. The next day is for somebody. Yesterday was for somebody. So just be in an expectation for God will never leave you and He will never forsake you. Do you know why? Because God does not lie on His promise. God does not lie on His promise. And number two, God. Will not break his covenant with his people. Number one, God does not lie on his promise. And number two, God does not break his covenant with his man. He is a covenant keeping God. So the Bible said he is not a man that he will lie. Neither God be a human that will utter a word and later change his mind. God is not a man that will change his mind concerning his promise and in relation to his covenant. So that is why you don't need to give up. That's why you don't need to be afraid. As our scripture for these three days goes, when God spoke to the prophet Moses, he told him, I tell the people of Israel that don't be afraid. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Don't be afraid. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't run and hide. Don't surrender. Press on. Push ahead. Continue to pray. Don't say that I have prayed. I have, did, I have done that. I've gone to this place. I've done that. So I am tired. Never get weary. Never get tired. Never surrender until you are tired. 
attained the highest level of God's glory and favor upon your life. There are a lot of times that we encounter situations and it looks as if there is no hope ahead. It looks as if things has gone on a bad way for us. But even in the midst of the torture, even in the midst of the failure and the disappointment, God, God, today, in the course of the day, I was reading the scripture and I happens to read something in the same book of Exodus we are looking at, but in the chapter one, in the Exodus chapter one, Exodus chapter one. Today I'll talk about it, but let me just bring it up before we start the whole segment today. The Bible said the people of Israel in the land of Egypt were oppressed. They were subjected to pain and affliction. But the Bible said the more they afflicted them, the more they grew stronger. The more they afflicted them That is Exodus chapter 1. Let me see if I will get the exact verse. The Bible says, the more they were afflicting them, the more they subjected them to pain. The Bible said, the more they were growing up. Let me look for that scripture and read it for somebody right now. chapter 1, let me read the verse 11 and verse 12. The Bible said, Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burden, and they built for Pharaoh treasure city, Pedom and Ramses. Listen to verse 12. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. Verse 12. The more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. The Bible said the Egyptians, they were grieved. They were grieved. They were living in fear because of the people of Israel. Because the more they suppressed them, the more they oppressed them, the more they afflict them with burden, 
The Bible says, the more they multiply and greed. So don't you see that, or have you to realize that with all that you are going through, you are still alive. With all that situation you are going through, you are not dead. Do you know why you are not dead? Do you know why you are still alive? Do you know why you are still at that workplace with all the accusation and the hatred? You are still there. There is a purpose. So there is no need for somebody listening to me today to throw in a towel. The issue or the situation might hit the rock bottom, but I want you to understand that the more you are afflicted, the Bible said, the more they grew and multiply. So the more the situation, the devil comes with accusation and affliction, the more God is going to bless you, the more God is going to lift you up, the more God is going to favor you, and it will be a headache to the enemy. So the Bible said, the people of Egypt, they were grieved, they were in pain, they were troubled, they were troubled because of the people of Israel. Because they were thinking that as they oppress and suppresses them, their number will not grow up. They cannot multiply. They will reduce. But the more they try to subtract, then God keeps on multiplying them. I pray may God multiply your life. I said, may the heavens multiply you. May God, multi- may God bring, brings divine multiplicity in all areas of your life. In all facets of your life, may you receive a supernatural multiplicity. May whatever you lay your hand on, may God multiply it. May God bring, oh my God, a supernatural multiplication in your life. So the Bible says, the more they oppress them, the more they grew and multiply. Kayata, iko Let's start something right now. God bless you all. Welcome you, Pastor Andre Jackson, one of God. How are you doing? Yesterday, Pastor Andre was a blessing unto us. Those of us who were on yesterday were touched by the word and well, so blessed. God bless you, woman of God, Pastor Andre Jackson. God bless everybody who is on today. You are warmly welcome. You are my special guest of honor today. God bless you all. <laughs>
Egyptian, you see today, you will see them no more. The Egyptians, you see today, that is the theme for these three days. And through the Spirit and the inspiration of God, God has blessed us with inspired word and message and prayer. And today, let me just add something small, and let's pray. Today, we are going to do a lot of things today. Today, we are going to have time to pray, so just relax and be ready to pray together. And I believe God that God has something for you and I today. So for these three days, we've been talking about the Egyptians you see today, you see them no more. So let me read a scripture from the book of Exodus, chapter 14. Let me take from verse 9 to verse 14. Exodus 14, verse 9 to verse 14. The Bible says, So the Egyptians pursued them. And the houses and the chariot of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them, camping by the sea beside P. Hahiro. Before Bar Zephon. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Verse 11. 
Then they said to Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring up to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may save the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to save the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Verse 13. And Moses said, to the people, do not be afraid, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Verse 14. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. see today you will see them no more the Egyptians that you see today you will see them no more on the first day I said the Egyptians the Egyptians they are a symbolic of bondage the Egyptians means demonic attacks. The Egyptians means sickness. The Egyptians means pain and affliction. The Egyptians means sickness. The Egyptians mean poverty and everything negative. I pray for somebody that anything negative, you will see them no more. Today you might not have a physical Egyptian pursuing you. You might not have a physical enemy pursuing to destroy. But I came to tell somebody that any demonic agent in the form of an Egyptian, my God, any bondage of the enemy by the power and the might of God, any Egyptian in the form of sickness, any Egyptian in the form of 
poverty and insufficiency by the power of God. The Egyptian you see today, my God, you will see them no more. The sickness you see today, the affliction you see today, the pains you see today, the bondage and the captivity, my God, the demonic attack, the authors in your family attacking you, you will see them no more. You will see them no more. You will see them no more. That was the exact word that God gave to the prophet Moses. That was the word that God gave to Moses to deliver to the people of Israel. The Bible says, Adad, the people of Israel, when they saw the child coming, they were disturbed. Maybe there is something that has put you in a disturbing situation. There is something that has put you in a disturbing situation. The Bible says when the people of Israel saw the Egyptians coming, they were disturbed. They were disturbed. What is disturbing you? A dear Ben what is making you what is disturbing you god said that you tell somebody that you will see it no more my god the pain and the affliction the attackers the accusers you see today you will see them no more the spiritual attacks that you see today the sickness you see today god so that you tell somebody you will see them no more the Vessels life, my God, Ikatankaya, and best poverty, my God, you will see them no more. Anything negative by the power of God, you will see them no more. So, God gave a standard requirement for the deliverance of the people of Israel when they were terrified, when they were troubled. So, God said. As I indicated on our first day, he said, Fear not. Number two, stand still. Stand still. And God said, Number three, and see the salvation of the Lord. And see the salvation of the Lord. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Which means that there is no need to surrender. Whatever you are going through, there is no need for you to surrender. Stand still. Whatever you are going through, there is no need for you to fight back with your strength. There is no need for you to organize yourself and mobilize people to go and attack. But stand still. And number three, see the salvation of the Lord. So it means that there is no need for you to go and hide from the situation. You see, what you are going through today, you cannot hide from it. Wouldn't you mean running quotated? There be you cannot hide from the situation, but if you hand over the situation to God, God will handle it as Moses 
declared to the people of Israel. He said, The Egyptians that you will see today, the enemy you see today, you will see them no more. He cut a kayatu shabalada. Beloved, I want you to see it from this point of view that it is possible, it is very, very possible for God to take away the pain which represent the Egyptians. It is possible for God to take away the sickness which represent the Egyptians. It is possible for God to take away the soul which represent the Ammonite. It is possible for God to take away the poverty which represent the Philistine and all the difficult from your life. If only you will have faith in Him and believe His word. If your faith is in Jesus and if your belief is in our Lord, then I see that pain being taken away. I see that sickness being taken away, that sorrowful moment. The Bible said a woman called Hannah, it got to a point that the woman goes to bed with what? With tears. And the woman wakes up early in the morning to use tears to wipe or to wash her face. She goes to bed crying. For a womb to conceive a baby and give birth, because the Bible said the rival of Hannah, Companina, was at the neck of Hannah. Every day when Hannah wakes up in the morning and want to pick up something and call the daughter or call the, the, the son of Penina and send him or her, then the woman will come. Who asked you to send my daughter? Where is your daughter? Am I the one who told you to be barren, barren woman? Make sure you don't send my daughter again. Make sure you don't send my son again. And the Bible said, this woman will go to bed with crying. This woman will go to bed with weeping. This woman will go to bed with tears. What situation that makes you to go to bed with tears? What situation that makes you to go to go to bed with weeping and mourning? I pray for somebody that whatever situation that makes you to go to bed with tears, whatever situation that makes you to wake up in the morning with tears, by the blood of Jesus, Christ, may that tears be wiped away, may that pain be taken away, may that sickness be taken away, may that sorrowful moment be deleted from your life, in the name of Jesus, may that perfectious life be taken, my God, by the power of God through a divine breakthrough and a supernatural miracle in your life, in the name of Jesus, the woman Hannah he called the Bible says in the book of Ruth chapter 1. Ruth chapter 1. Ruth chapter 1. The Bible says the woman called Naomi. 
Naomi traveled from, to a far country with a husband. The Bible says the woman lost the husband. The husband died. What two of them were away when they traveled out of their home country. And the Bible said they took sons. And after the man died, the woman Naomi lost his two sons. The two sons also died. So it means that the woman that had traveled to end a living with the husband has lost the husband and lost his two sons. She has lost everything. And the woman suffered so much pain in her life that she refused to respond to her name, which means pleasantness. The meaning of the name Naomi means pleasant. But the Bible says when they called the woman Naomi, she refused to respond. Why? Because the woman said, I have suffered so much. I've gone through pain so much. I came to this land with my husband, but death took away my husband. I came here and God gave me two sons. And death took all my two sons. The Bible says the woman suffered so much to the standard. The woman went through pain to the standard. The woman could not respond to her own name. So she named herself. She gave a new name to herself. The Bible says the woman, Naomi, gave a name to herself. And that name was Mara. M-A-R-A. Mara. And the meaning of that name is what pain and suffering. Hey. The woman went through a lot. And the woman had to name her own self pain and suffering. The woman suffered. Now woman suffered to the standard. She named herself Mara. And neglected the name they gave to her, Naomi. When they called her Naomi, she never responded because she said, The Lord has dealt with her. She was thinking that it is God that has dealt with her that much. So Naomi called herself Mara, which means pain. And suffering. My sister, my brother, what are you going through today? God is about giving you an answer. Hey, come, Shabalakata. But the Bible said that when we had a counter, one of the illogical roots, he called the other. So Naomi got to a point and said, What am I even doing in this land? I came here with my husband, he is dead. I came here with two sons, they are dead. What am I still doing here? The Bible said, The woman decided to go back to his home country. And when he was going, the the two in-laws, that the two wives of the two sons that were dead said they wanted to follow Naomi and Naomi said, why are you following me? You, fo- you are following me for what? I am nobody, my name is pain and suffering because I am called pain and suffering. I have named myself pain and suffering because there is nothing good that can come out of me. There is nothing good that is inside me. All that can come 
out of me is pain and suffering. So why will you decide to follow me? So the Bible said, Naomi said to the in-laws, go back to your parents. But the Bible said, one of the in-laws called Ruth said, I will never, I will never return back to my God, my parents, because I love you and I pick you as your mother. As a mother, I know that you have lost everything. I know you have lost your husband. I know you have lost your children. You have no body, but I want you to understand that you have me. And the Bible said, Ruth followed Naomi back to my God, the land of Naomi, my God, the land of Israel. I said, God is about bringing somebody into your life, and that is going to turn the name. That enemy, that the, the name that that, that, that the friends and people has given unto you, the name you have given unto your own self, somebody is coming into your life, and that name is about to be changed. I said that name is about to be changed. That name sickness, that name pain is about to be changed. The Bible says when Ruth followed Naomi back to the land of Israel, he called the that name a man called Boaz who was a kingsman redeemer and through this man called Boaz Ruth was redeemed and Naomi who was named my God Mara which means pain and suffering this woman through Boaz began to experience what we call my God joy and happiness in life I pray that may you encounter your kinsman redeemer may you encounter your kinsman redeemer and may you be redeemed my God your kinsman redeemer is coming into your life right now to bring joy and happiness into your life in the mighty name of Jesus Naomi said, From today I am no more called Naomi, which means pleasant, but I'm called Mara. But through a woman called Ruth, Naomi was restored. May you be restored. I say, may you be restored, whatever situation, whatever predicament you are going through. I pray that may you meet, may you have an encounter with your kinsman redeemer, and may you be restored, may you be transformed, may you malukoniata. That name that they used to call you, that name you have given to your own self, my God. I pray in the name of Jesus. God is changing that name. That name called Mara, which means pain. The name Mara, which means suffering. Are you born to be called suffering? Are you born to be called pain? Why is it that all of a sudden your life is full of pain? Your life is full of suffering. Your life is full of agony. I came to tell somebody today that God is bringing your kinsman redeemer. God is telling somebody today that the Egyptian that you see today, you will see them no more. The pain and the agony you see today, you will see them no more. The tears that you see today, you will see them no more.
Precious one. For 450 years. For 450 years. The Israelites contended with the laws and the legalities of Egypt. Israel did not go into slavery out of their own doing. But because laws were passed against them. In the beginning, the people of Israel, they were enjoying life. Everything was going well for them. Through Joseph, they were enjoying life. And let me read something from the same Exodus chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. And the Bible said, And Joseph died. And Joseph died, and all his brethren, and all that generation, and Joseph died in Egypt, which means that before the death of Joseph, the Jewish in the land of Egypt, they were enjoying life. They were happy because their father Joseph and Joseph brothers. The brothers of Joseph, Reuben, Simon, Levi, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulon, Benjamin, Dan and Naphtali, Gad and Asa. These were the brothers of Joseph. They all followed Joseph and Joseph's father's bond were carried back. And the Bible said that generation all Joseph and his brothers, they died. They died. They died. And Joseph died. And all his brethren. And all, the, all, and all that generation. And the children of Israel were fruitful. And increased abundantly. And multiplied and waxed exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. Hey! They were foreigners in the land. But the Bible said, the land was filled with them. The land was filled with what? With the, with the people of Israel. The land of Egypt was filled with them. Verse 8. Now, there arose up a new king over Egypt. A new king over Egypt. Which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of Israel, the children of Israel, are more and mightier than we. Come, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply. And it come to pass that when they fall out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. So get them up out of the land. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Peter, 
and ramses so you see israel did not go into slavery out of their own doing but because of laws that were passed against them this law was passed by this new king called pharaoh who knew nothing about joseph what law what rule what legislation that has been passed in the family that has been passed in your life to afflict you to inflict pain in your life there were two laws and legislations against the people of Israel the first one is the law of oppression the law of what oppression look at the verse number 11 i just read the bible said therefore they did set over them they set over them they made a law to set over them that's what masters to afflict them to afflict them with their burdens to afflict the people of Israel with their burdens and they built for pharaoh treasure so now they were now slaves so this law of oppression was a law that was passed to oppress this law was passed to oppress and subject them to pain difficulties and death because they wanted to reduce their number they wanted to kill them because they saw that their number was growing their number was increasing precious one somebody have seen your progress ikata banakada ondibili gonta balakada gontibili do sevelekade iganta balada have you seen the best of the bible and the children of israel were fruitful they were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied somebody has seen your fruitfulness somebody has seen your progress somebody has seen your abundance and your progress it can't do it so they are making up any measure any legislation any law to afflict you any law of oppression my god that has been set my god any law of oppression that has been passed against you to oppress your life to oppress your death to oppress your career to oppress your marital life to oppress your finances to oppress your progress in life by the power of god i cause that law to be defeated by the power of god in the name of jesus christ the law of oppression so the people the king said let's oppress them let's force them let's put burden on them so they kept that masters masters to rule them And do you know the effect of the law of oppression? Effect of the law of oppression number one, your life is always in pain. Whenever there is a law of oppression against the child of God, always your life is in pain. The law of so whenever you see that constantly you are going through pain, you are going through affliction, oppression. 
then you got to understand that there is a law working against your life. There is a spiritual law called the law of oppression, oppressing your life spiritually to bring you down, to cut you down. Because the devil has seen your increase, because the enemy has seen your progress. Kajata. Number two, I said number one, first effect of the law of oppression, your life is always in pain. Number two, you are dehumanized and you lose your sense of importance, value and worthiness. You are no more valued. You are no more important. In fact, you see yourself no worthy. People don't recognize you again. People don't care. Your own friends can reject you. Your own family members can turn their back on you. So you are dehumanized. You lose your sense of importance and value and worthiness. The third effect of the law of oppression. Number three, you get to a place where your giftings and talents are lost and no longer what apply. Your giftings, your talent, they are suppressed. You are not allowed to operate. You are, you are not allowed to operate. The law of what oppression. The fourth effect, it causes you to have a suicidal tendencies and a strong desire to no longer live but die. See, that's what causes a lot of people to commit suicide. The law of oppression. This was what happened to the people of Israel in the land of Egypt. They were enjoying life. All of a sudden, they came a new king. And this king, the Bible says, he knew nothing about Joseph. Because Joseph and that generation, all of them died. And this king had nothing, no idea. The Bible said, he decided to subject the people of Israel to oppression. So at a certain point in time, you feel, you feel what, in fact, you feel yourself what? Not worthy, worthless. And, and you feel like dying, you feel like living so that you will be free. I have encountered people, I've met people, several. As a man of God, it got to a time, I feel like dying. I feel like killing myself so that, I feel like committing suicide so that all these things will be over. So that these things will be over. Let me tell you something. I myself, even when I was a Christian, some years ago, it came to my. It came to me. It, it was. It, it was. It, it was pushing me and speaking to me. Kill yourself. You are not worthy. What I told. What, what, what I told. Do you want? What I told. I became worthless. One day I visited a friend, and his place was a story building. I went to the top. We were chatting in his office. And I came out. I stood in front of the office, three-story building, seeing the floor. I feel like jumping from the floor and die. The law of oppression. You feel worthless. You feel rejected. You feel not important. 
your sense of importance is taken, you are not valued. So the people of Israel, they were subjected to the law of oppression. And some were thinking of killing or taking their own life because of what they were going through. My dear, what situation are you, what, what are you going through? Whatever predicament, whatever situation that you are going through, I want you to understand that there's joy, there's a great light at the end of the tunnel. God has prepared something great. God has prepared something awesome. God has prepared something supernatural for you. So there's no need to kill yourself. So you see, when the people of Israel were oppressing, when the people of Egypt were oppressing God's people, then God was also devising what a plan. God was also devising a way out to bring his people out of that calamity. Number two, the second law, the second legislation that was passed against the people of Israel. The second legislation was passed against the people of Israel. It's called the law of forced labor. The law of forced labor. Let me read the same Exodus chapter 1. Verse 30 and 40. For you to know that I am not reading a theory or I am not propounding or comparing what a theory to somebody. Look at the verse number 13, Exodus chapter 1, verse 13. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve to serve with what rigor. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel. To share with Rigo, verse 14. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage. They made the people of Israel, they made their life bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in bricks and in all manner of service in the field. All their services were in they made them serve was with what rigor. Mm. It was with what force. The law of forced labor. The Bible said they made their lives so bitter with what bondage. They were carrying mortar. They were carrying bricks. They were building for Pharaoh. Do you see the verse 11 ending? He said, And they built for Pharaoh treasure city. The people of Israel, they built the treasure city for Pharaoh. And afflict them with burdens. They afflicted them with burdens. They kept burden on them. The law of forced labor. One of the effects of the law of forced labor is that you don't receive adequate remuneration for your labor. 
Whenever there is a law of forced labor at work in your life to oppress you and to bring bitterness, and there are a lot of Christians that are in the church. If you want to, if, if the pastor or if the man of God want to come down to the level of them and talk to them and have a one on one communication or talking or chat with them, you will know that a lot of them are going through a lot. People are going through a lot of bitterness, pain in life. People are suffering. People are dressed very nice. They look very good with nice makeup, good shoes. But there are issues. There are issues going on. There are issues. So the Bible said, and they made their life bitter with hard bondage. I pray for somebody that in the name of Jesus, whatever that is making your life bitter, may that bitterness be taken away now in the name of Jesus Christ. Anything that bringing you into a place of bondage, any law of forced labor at work in your life, any law of forced labor in your destiny, my God, any law of forced labor in your family by the power of God I declare by the might of God that may that law be broken now may that law be defiled by the spirit and the might of God in the name of Jesus Christ I said the first effect you don't receive adequate remuneration for your labor so you see that a lot of people they labor a lot they work a lot they suffer a lot they toil a lot but at the end of the day what they get, what you get. There's nothing to run over. There's nothing. There's nothing. So the law of forced labor, whenever it is, it, it, it is at work in your life, you work for people. Yes, you work for people. You work for people to enjoy your labor. People enjoy your suffering. People enjoy your sweat. You don't enjoy your labor. You don't enjoy your sweat. You don't enjoy what you work for. The remuneration or, or the reward that you deserve, you don't receive it. I pray that anything that divert your reward, that divert my God, your remuneration as a result of your hard work and your suffering by the power of God, may you receive your adequate, my God, deserve remuneration, deserve reward in the name of Jesus Christ. What Whatever he contemplates, law he contemplates fight against you. Me contemplates, he contemplates by the power of God. May that law be defied. May that law be broken now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Number two, the second effect of the law of forced labor. You have no satisfaction in your job and profession. What you are doing, you have no satisfaction because you are under oppression. How can you be under oppression and be happy at work? You go to work because you want to end a living. You are not 
working because that is your passion, that is your profession, that is what you want to do, but you are doing it because just because you want to eat, just because you want to settle your bills, just because you want to pay your bills at the end of the month. You are not satisfied on the job. That's what I mean. So whenever there is a law of forced labor, there is no way you will be satisfied at your job. Whatever you are doing, your career, your profession, you will never be satisfied. You will not see satisfaction in what you do. You will never see satisfaction in what you do. But I pray for somebody that from today you begin to experience satisfaction. You see, when you are satisfied on the job, sometimes it is not about the amount of money you receive. It's not about the salary. It's not about the, the, the income. It's not about the income. Sometimes satisfaction is beyond the income. The income might not be that much, but you are satisfied on the job. You are happy. If I get what you want, you are happy on the job. When you go to, to work, if I, if I, when it's morning, you wish you were at the workplace. You love what you were doing. You love what you were doing. But whenever there is a law of forced labor at work in your life, you are not satisfied on the job and the profession. Number three, your concentration on the job is always low. Your concentration is always low and non-existence. Whenever there is a law of forced labor. So the people of Israel, they were subjected, as I read, and they made their life bitter with what hard bondage. I pray that whatever that's making your life bitter with a hard bondage. The Bible said they were subjected to bricks and mortar work to build for Pharaoh. They even built a city for Pharaoh. In verse 11. That was a, and they built for Pharaoh the treasure city. So they were working for Pharaoh. So whenever there is a law of force labor, you work for people. You work for people to for, for, for people's empires to grow. But you at the end of the day, you have nothing to show off. I pray that any law of force labor, any Egyptian oppressing and suppressing you by the power of the Holy Ghost, Shabbat
Egyptian you see today, you will see them no more. Let me read my last scripture and let's pray. Exodus chapter 14, verse number 21. Coming down, the Bible says, And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. And made the sea dry land. And the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea. Upon the dry ground, and the waters were, and the waters were were a war unto them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariot, and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning. Watch the Lord looked unto the hopes of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the hopes of the Egyptians and took off their chariot's wheel that, that, they, that they drave them heavily. So that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thy hand over the sea, that the waters may come again, may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and their horses. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength, to his stretch. To strange when the morning appeared and the Egyptian fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Kayata. When the people of Israel were complaining, the Lord asked Moses, What are you holding? And Moses said, Here in my hands, I and God said to Moses, Stretch out your hands over the sea. And the Lord called the sea to go back by a strong east wind at the night and made the sea dry land. And the waters were divided. I told you that before the Red Sea, where the people of Israel and at their back were the Egyptians coming to attack them. And these people were confused, were frustrated. My God, maybe you are frustrated in life. Maybe on your way, my God, to a place of success. In your front line, a stumbling block in a form of a Red Sea. At the back is the enemy attacking you but God is about to divide God is about to put asunder the Red Sea for you to walk through on a background I pray for a woman at the, at, at the way and at the vet of sources any Red Sea any Red Sea that is a stumbling block on your way to progress, on your 
way to success on your marital door. Any receive, I command and stretch forth the hand of Jesus Christ over that receive to divide, to part for you to have a way through into the promised land, where into what God have destined and assigned for your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Any receive. May that receive pathway now and may you begin to walk, may you begin to run, may you begin to fly into your progress, into your sources, into your elevation, into your door opening, into your promised land full of milk and honey in the name of Jesus. At your way or on your way to sources. Any Red Sea is parting way for you, is dividing for you because of the favor of God, because of the anointing of God, because of the power of God, because of that special grace of God upon your head. I pray that may that receive cut fire, may that receive divide for you to have your way through in the name of Jesus. God, he called the Go through the Red Sea on a background as you go through the Red Sea on a background. Any enemy that is following you, any dream hijackers, any dream assassinators that are following you. In the verse number 26, the Bible said, And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thy hand over the sea, and the waters may come up again, may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. Ha! And you be a deal with you. I pay don't be a deal with you. I can preach you be a deal with you. And Mrawuko couldn't deal with you. And Mrawuko and you, Yambo. And Mrawuko couldn't deal with you. And Mrawuko and Silver. And Mrawuko, I want you. Missy, I pay don't be a deal with you. I pay don't be a deal with you. I can preach you be a deal with you, my God. Missy, and Sasa be a deal with you. In the name of Jesus Christ. And when they end functioning also. In the name of Jesus Christ. Me call the counter. A Bushian super beauty with ye, a gonta palacata, the bomb pie will be another you will see them no more. Any family altar following you, any demonic powers following you, any principalities following you, any widget and widow following you. Are you going to your way of sources? May God, he come to 
Belekete, Ingapalakata, may God cause the waters to swallow them, may God cause the waters to swallow them dead in the name of Jesus. You will see them no more. You see, the reason why God told Moses to tell the people of Israel that the Egyptian they see today, they will see them no more. It's simple because God has devised a plan to kill all of them. You see, there are some enemies, eh? They have to die. Somebody will say that the Lord says that He will prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. When He prepares a table, new enemies will come. There are some of them. They have to be taken out. God said, the Egyptian you see today, you will see them no more. No more will you see them. There are some enemies, no more will you see them. No more will they come close to you again. Yes. So God said, Moses, stretch out thy hand over the sea. And the waters may come again upon the Egyptians. The Bible said, when Moses stretched forth his hand, the Red Sea that the people of Israel passed through on a bare ground to the left and to the right. So while the Egyptians were also walking between, in between, Moses stretched forth his hand and the waters came back to their normal position. And the chariots and the horsemen and all the soldiers of Pharaoh was swallowed they were swallowed by the Red Sea. They died inside the Red Sea. I pray that the one pursuing your dream, pursuing your career, your marital life, your financial life, may God, may the ancient of days, may the Alpha and the Omega, the creator of the universe, the Lord of us, because deal with them. And we are the only the Bible says, "Branty with trusting your friend Alexander." Alexander, Tete, Paul, Samuel, Peter, 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 Alexander Peter, Peter, Alexander Peter, 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 Alexander the copper smith. May God pay you as your works. When your works of evil against me, your evil plan, may God deal with you in that same manner. I pray that any evil following you, Alexander, be a with you, 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 be a with you,
Osi Alexander Kobre Jonfu Ewadi wuntu ya waka Wadi wati yache Wadi wunya Ufara wasiminiye Wadi wuha wasiminiye Enti wuyedi yopie Wuyedi yopie pe Nuhu china ho Unkudu wudi yopie nuhu china ho Wawadi yopie nuhu china ho Obe batu wagu Wababe seno but me bomb him with pieces. We be a one done in one Alexander. Be a we do a chee. We do a year, dear chee. Do see Casamachi. We do a jumachi. Do a wadi chee. Messia, we are the one to Yanaka. We are the moon, Jan Corso. And what in my brama and Corso. We do be a one bay for your bay dom. A complete do a chee. Do a year, dear chee. Do a wadi chee. Do a new and do preach it. Messia, we are the entry on cup. And what in moon, Jan and Corso. And what in my brama and Corso. In the mighty name. Jesus, Kalabaha. Antebelegade, Antibiliko Shabala. Rebos. And it shall be that whichever of the families of the earth that do not come up to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, upon them shall be no rain. But you are here in Jerusalem tonight. So there shall be rain on your life. Lift your right hand. And your mommy team. Hey! I said, 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 following them to pursuing them to kill them they were no more so the egyptian you see today you will see them no more when they turned their back in the morning they didn't see the egyptians again because the red sea has swallowed them up i pray that any enemy following you may the red sea swallow them may fire swallow them may 
swallow them in the name of Jesus Christ. Any demon following you, any family altar following you, any principality and power following you, may thunder strike them dead, may fire consume them, may fire consume them. May them be drawn by waters. May them be drawn by the Red Sea in the name of Jesus Christ. May them be taken away by flood in the name of Jesus Christ. In Egypt, follow me. May them be swallowed by the blood of God in the name of Jesus. May the wrath of God may the judgment of God Come against them now! Come against them now! Come against them now! Come against them now! In the mighty name of Jesus Christ! The sickness, you will see them no more. The delayers, see there are some people that have been delayed for a very long time. So the delayers, has become part of their life. So all their life is full of retrogression, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But I pray for you that any law of retrogression any law of delayance that is working against your life. I pray by the blood of Jesus, may that law be defiled by the power and the blood. I come against any law of delayance in your life with the blood of Jesus Christ. I come against any law of hard labor any law of forced labor in the name of Jesus I come against it with the blood of Jesus in your life any law of oppression I come against it with the blood of Jesus in your life in the name of Jesus from today the law of oppression the law of retrogression the laws of forced labor has been defiled in your life, has been broken in your life, has been deleted in your life, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Call about abortion. Antibili goes. Ikata balada. Antibelegede kantibili dos. Hakaparata balada. Ingadebedebodebosha balada. In from today, you will never work for people to enjoy your hard labor, your sweat, your suffering will not be enjoyed by other men. But other people, just as the people of Israel were subjected to slavery, how they were oppressed and how they 
were working for other people to enjoy. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. You will enjoy your suffering in the name of Jesus Christ. Precious one, I want us to leave some prayers, some few prayers before I pray over. I pray for you. There are some people specific. I will pray with you today. And as I said on the first day today, we are going to do a direction. I believe that all of us are aware of it. Yes, I was, I told you three days ago and yesterday that get a fruit, any fruit. I have my on my table as I'm talking. I love mango so much. So I have three of them on my table. Get your fruit. And let's come back because our time is up. It's left with only one minute for this session. And then let's leave some few prayers. I'll pray over it and give you a direction to do. And God is going to perform a miracle. A miracle like never before. In your life, in my life. The Egyptians that you and I will see today, you will see them no more. Any Egyptian in a form of poverty, In the Egyptian, in a form of demonic attack, there are some demons. They attack us. They, they attack every level and every stage of our life. They have been contracted. They, in fact, they've taken a contract. To oppress us, to, 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 to make our life a hell. But God is a covenant keeping God. He is a covenant keeping God. And the Bible says that His promises is yea and amen. He keeps His covenant. And his promises. So God says, Do not be afraid. Fear not. Take off or take your eyes off the problem and the challenges and fix your eyes on God. Fix your eye on God. God says that. Shake your mind off the problem. And concentrate on God's word and God's promises. God says that. Shut your eyes, your heart, and all your senses to the problems. And only be sensitive to the voice of God. Only be sensitive to the voice of God. And shut your eyes, shut your heart, and all your senses to the problem. And now be sensitive to the voice of God. 
Be sensitive to what God is about to tell you or what God is saying to you. God bless you. Our time is up. Let's all come back. All of us online, let's come back right now. Let me leave some prayers for you before we see what the Spirit of God has for us. God bless you. Shalom. Peace.